0: Welcome to the Tax Cell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax cell veteran. and the leading tax sell expert. I'm the author of the Tax Cell Playbook. I'm the founder of the Tax Cell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Cell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. As always, this is a completely free podcast, and it's brought to you through and because of the Tax Cell Academy, which you can learn more about by visiting TaxSellAcademy.com. All right, so after a short hiatus and episodes, we are back at it providing lots of new training videos for you. And today I've got one that should help a lot of people out. We're talking about how to scale, how to grow your TaxSell business. And of course, this is something that I teach in depth about inside the TaxSell Academy. Now, don't worry. Even if you're a brand new tax investor who has never purchased a single property, this episode is sure to help you. It's going to allow you to strategize for the right approach as you begin investing. When I look back to the beginning of my career, I'm pretty sure that I did everything we're about to discuss incorrectly. What happened was I reached a glass ceiling on my income that took forever to figure out how to break my way through it was permanently capped at that time at that point in my career and that's something that i see every single day with tax sell investors they get into this business they're doing pretty good and then boom that's it they plateau and they can't seem to make any additional progress now before we get started a little caveat here the major factors to growth in this business that we will be discussing today is what worked for me personally. I believe in a conventional, safe approach. I say this to mention that there are some insane ideas I have seen from other investors that have worked Over the years, risky, absolutely, but there are other avenues than what we're about to discuss. But if you want that safer route with huge upside in your business and minimal risk, this is going to be the episode for you. All right, I've got five different factors I want to discuss with you if you're looking for an approach that will help you scale your tax sale business. Number one, think outside of the box. I've said this one before and I'll probably say it a million more times. The fastest way to limit your income, to limit your growth is to do what everyone else is and expects you to do. I get emails and I get calls nearly every single day from brand new investors who are looking for a house, you know, in the in-quote good area. That maybe needs just a little bit of work like carpet and paint that they can turn around and sell very, very quickly. Of course they want that. That's the equivalent of me calling a stockbroker and saying, I want to buy a stock today that's going to double in value tomorrow. If you can do that, fantastic. Good for you. But your approach should be to do something different than what every single one of your competitors is doing. Now, early in my career, I was that guy. I wanted to buy properties that I thought I was supposed to buy. And then I started going after different properties, selling those properties in different ways, doing stuff that I knew in my heart would work, but others would look at with confusion. It is so easy to get stuck doing what you think you should be doing. Don't find a different way. Think outside of the box as much as possible and as often as possible. Test those outside of the box strategies. And if they work, continue pushing ahead your way. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Number two, design your marketing differently. This is a huge one that allowed my business to grow exponentially. And this is one of those things that the earlier you implement it, the better off you're going to be. You know, it's pretty obvious that most people will market their real estate in the same manner that has been used for decades. They'll list it with a realtor. The realtor will post that property on the MLS. They might post an ad or two in the local newspaper or online, and then they'll wait for the buyers to come in. Or if you're really, really brave, you might decide to try to sell it yourself as a FISBO or for sale by owner by putting it on a website like Zillow. And that's probably going to be the extent of a lot of FISBO marketing efforts. Now, first off, there's absolutely nothing wrong with those methods. I use both of them nearly every single day. So don't think I'm here to knock them at all. But there's a time and a place to use those strategies. My point is, you should never use the same exact strategy for every single property you're selling. There are a number of strategies available for your use, so don't back yourself into a corner. You must assess every single property differently. Yes, you'll probably use very similar marketing techniques on the bulk of your properties, but there has been times in my career where I've used one specific strategy for one specific property, and it worked well, but I never used it again simply because it didn't mesh with any other properties that I was trying to market. Now, while we're talking about marketing properties, we must also address your buyer's list. This is so, so very crucial when you start your tax sale investment career. Now, I'm not going to go into great detail on how to create a buyer's list and all that good stuff I write about it in the book. I have episodes on the podcast, on YouTube. I teach about it in depth inside the Tax Sell Academy. But in short, you're collecting the contact information for a lot of buyers so you can market properties directly to those interested parties in the future. Now, what I want you to get out of me mentioning this whole buyer's list thing in this episode is one very, very important detail. The sooner you start creating that buyer's list, the better. When I look back in my career, this is one of the biggest regrets that I have. It took me a number of years before I actually started this buyer's list. You need to start that buyer's list from the very first day you start marketing properties. All right, moving on. Want to grow your business? Expand your market areas and your product types. And this is both on a micro and macro level. There are people who invest in one county, one section of town, or even one specific subdivision. That's it. One subdivision. That's pretty easy. And it works great when it works keeps everything right there, very easy to market, very easy to look at your properties, all that good stuff. But what if it stops working? For example, what if the properties in that subdivision are no longer offered at a tax sell? That investor is going to start struggling. Likewise, even if you invest in just one specific county, no matter how big that county is, what if the tax sell properties in that county become fewer fewer? And fewer or the competition increases to the point where it is not profitable any longer what happens then eventually you're going to hit a ceiling that's going to limit your income now there are plenty of reasons that this happens but if you only invest in one area you will cap out at some point i found this out the hard way i invested in one county my home county That's the only place that I invested, and I did pretty darn well there until the competition increased and the supply of properties decreased, and my income plummeted. So I told myself, if I can do this in my hometown county, why can't I do this just one county over? That's pretty convenient, right? I did it there. I did pretty good there. Then the light bulb went off. Why limit yourself to just one or two counties? That is the moment and I began to expand rather rapidly into another state and another state, and eventually hundreds of different markets across more than a dozen different states. If I physically could, I would expand to even more markets, but there's only so much time in the day, right? Obviously, there are ways that you can expand into other areas successfully, but the point is that if you want to grow your business, you must be willing to expand your market area sooner or later. Another incredible way to grow your tax sale business is to utilize systems. If you look at any successful long-term business, odds are they aren't out there just winging it and trying to figure it out as they go. You need to utilize systems from day number one. and This might be as simple as having something like a little Excel spreadsheet that helps you arrange properties and determine your maximum bid amount. And that's actually something that I recommend inside the Academy, we provide a template of that spreadsheet. That is a system, believe it or not. It's a very simple way to work through those properties to keep you in order, to make sure everything is organized, make sure you're researching the right information. But eventually, that system will evolve into more complex systems that will help you operate your business more efficiently, more accurately, and with more discipline. And ultimately, that means you're going to make more money. There should never be an issue of overlooking something since a system will be in place that tells you exactly what you must research, for example. The same can be said for determining your maximum bid amount or marketing your properties. Implement systems in your business, and it'll make it grow much faster than just winging it. And the last one I'm going to discuss today to help you grow your tax opens is very simple. Become curious. Here's something I want you to always remember. Investing is an art, not a science. While we must have systems in place and rules to follow, we must also realize that there's going to be times where you have to approach things subjectively, where we must allow our training to kick in. We might say we are only going to bid 50% of market value, But guess what? Market value isn't something that you can just pull up online and bam, there's the number down to the penny. Market value is the least a seller will take and the most a buyer will pay. Where those numbers meet is considered market value. And you know what? We don't know that until the transaction goes through. So we have to allow our training to kick in. We have to take into account all the factors to determine that market values, for example. And one way we can do this, one way we can allow our gut instincts to become a little bit more accurate is simply by being curious. You know, I can sit here and lay out every single strategy that's worked for me for the past 20 years. But the results might vary based on the market that you are investing in, based on the property you are looking at specifically, or the area, the subdivision you're looking at specifically. It could vary based on a lot of other factors, including you as an investor and how you approach things. So become curious, become a student of this business. So, what exactly does that mean? If a property intrigues you, research it in depth learn about it learn about the history of that property and get this while you're learning about that property you are also learning and developing your research skills subconsciously the same can be said for reviewing past auction results looking into other successful area investors to see how they do things reviewing market sales data, learning about new skills in your industry, and the list goes on and on. The investor whose business will die over time is the investor who stays stagnant. The investor who tries to do the same thing year in and year out, at some point, that stuff's going to stop working or at the very least, it's going to be much less effective. The investor whose business will grow is the one who is constantly exploring ways To increase their knowledge simply by being curious. So there you have it. Five ways to grow your tax sale business. I am a firm believer that it is not possible to remain in the same exact place, especially in business. You're either progressing or you're regressing. And maybe you're seeing success already or perhaps you've not even gotten started in this business. Whatever the case, in the back of your mind at all times should be... Will this help grow my business? Listen, I truly hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Tax Sell Podcast. If you enjoy this episode or any of our episodes here on this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a positive review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on right now. And as always, if we can be of any additional help, be sure to check out our website at TaxSellAcademy.com. Hey, take care and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Bye-bye.